0: Hello, hello, and welcome back to a new episode of the Leading Yourself podcast. Today is a very special podcast episode because as this episode airs out, it's my birthday. Um, Once in a while, I get lucky and my birthday falls on a long weekend for Labor Day weekend here in the US. Today, I want to talk about birthday traditions. You know, A few years back, I stopped enjoying birthdays. That feeling that I was getting old did not felt good, to be completely honest. But this year, I'm actually happy to say that it's my birthday. The last year has been transformational for me. I have learned so many life lessons, among which I have learned that growing older is something worth celebrating especially when you're building memories, growing, evolving, having fun, and taking new adventures. In other words, when you go from letting the years pass to making each year, and to be honest, each day count. For some years now, I like to take time out from my birthday to self-reflect, to dream awake, and to plan my year ahead. And today, I'm gonna share with you on this podcast episode all about my birthday rituals including the questions that I ask myself every birthday and the life lessons that I've learned in this past year. So let's dig in into today's episode. Welcome to the Leading Yourself podcast. This is your host Carolina de Arriba. I'm an HR professional, health and fitness coach, wife, mom, and above all things, a goal getter. In this podcast, we're going to be digging into all things leadership, professional and career development, habits, and relationships. This is a podcast for those who want to become the best version of themselves. Those who have big dreams and are willing to embrace the journey and put in the work to achieve them. My goal is to share with you the tools, tips, and tricks to help you in your journey. So let's dig in into today's episode. Today, I'm celebrating another year of life, and that feels amazing. As I mentioned on the introduction, a few years back, I stopped enjoying birthdays. It was that feeling that I was getting, quote unquote, old, did not feel good, to be honest. But this year, I'm actually happy to say that it's my birthday. The last year has been transformational for me. I've learned so many life lessons, among which I have learned that growing older is something worth celebrating, especially when you're building memories, growing, evolving, having fun, and taking new adventures. In other words, when you go from letting the years pass to making each year and every day count. So, um, For the last, I don't know, five years maybe, I started to enjoy taking time around my birthday to self-reflect, to dream awake, and to plan my year ahead, to basically take an objective look at my life from a place of observation, not from a place of judgment or a place of meeting expectations or not. But I personally think that birthdays are a perfect time to self-reflect, focusing on who you are and who you want to become and how you want to feel and how you want to show up in this new year that is just starting for you. Um, It's about reflecting where you are and where you want to go. Checking in with yourself, with your values and your level of fulfillment. And very importantly, your level of alignment with yourself. And that looks and feels very different from the type of reflection, goal setting, or planning that I do around New Year. So today, I want to share with you how I go about doing this. And I will share with you what are some of my birthday rituals and traditions And then I'll share about 10 different ideas on birthday traditions that you might want to consider. And I'm sharing this not to say that you need or should adopt any of the things that I'm going to share, but my hope is that I inspire you to think about going forward, how do you want to celebrate your birthday? So you create your own rituals and your own traditions for your birthday, because growing up, getting older is something worth celebrating. And when you take the time to reflect, you know, I use every every and any excuse to do some self-reflection. I love self-reflection because you have heard me say this, but I think self-reflection creates self-awareness, which is the foundation for personal growth. And therefore, I will take any excuse to do some self-reflection. And I think that a birthday is an amazing excuse to do some self-reflection and to plan ahead. And when you do that, you get the opportunity to be intentional on how you live your life. Because here's the thing. None of us has any guarantee on how long we're going to live, how long we're going to be here. And what we do know and what we have certainty around is that every day has 24 hours, the same 24 hours for all of us. And a lot of times we take time for granted. We wait until we have a life-changing event, typically a scary one, to start to look at time and the value of time differently. But my question is, why wait? Why not be proactive about valuing time for what time is? And time is what makes life. So today I'm going to be talking a lot about how to be intentional, how to really live the life that you want. Use time to build memories. Use time to live and live a legacy. Use time to really live right not just go by but live so that's what we're going to be talking about today and i have my journal here with me because i just went through this process this weekend and i have i don't know maybe eight ten pages of handwritten notes on my self-reflection and the way i want to structure today's conversation is as follows. I'm going to share with you this reflection exercise that I do and some of the questions that I ask myself. Um, I'm putting together a little guide that I will make available so you can print it out and use for your birthday. So I'm still working on it. If it's not ready when this episode airs, I will share in a future podcast episode or just put it on my web page, which is always on the show notes of this podcast episode and any podcast episode. Um, Then I'm going to talk about the life lessons that I learned this year. Um, And then I'm going to close out with some other ideas of traditions that you might want to consider for your birthday. So here we go. Let's start with my rituals and my traditions. As I mentioned a few years ago, I started to implement a a ritual of self-reflection for my birthday. Ideally, I would love to go away maybe to a beach or to a park or somewhere where I can be in nature by myself to do this self-reflection. Typically, I end up doing it in my house very early in the morning before everyone wakes up. So I have that quiet time for myself. But, you know, there are many ways that you can go about it. I would say you want to make sure that you carve time to do this exercise, to do the self-reflection, because this is a time with you, for you. That's how I look at this ritual. And what I do is that it could be in one day, it could be over multiple days. Typically, I do it the weekend before my birthday. This year happens to be that my birthday is part of the le- long Labor Day weekend. So I had three days to do this exercise. Um, and what I do is I just bring my journal with me and a pen. And I try not to bring my phone with me. So I don't have that distraction during that time. And I put some background music and I start journaling. And here are some of the things that I journal about. So one thing that I journal about is what have been my highs and my downs during the last year? What are some of the highlights and the lowlights of the last year since my last birthday? And then um, I also journal about where has time gone? What or where, or in what I have spent most of my time. What have I been doing most of the time during the last year? Um, And of course, work always comes up, but I really want to go deeper than that, right? I know that I spend most of my time at work um, because that's how our lives are designed if you work. Of course, I could choose not to work or do something else, But I'm really passionate about what I do and about my work. So that is important to me. There's nothing wrong that work is one of those things. My only point that I'm trying to make is that that is a surface level answer. So I need to go deeper. So the time that I'm not working, what have I been doing in the last year? And I even go at a level further on have I been doing the things that make me happy? Have I been spending time in things that have bring me joy and fulfillment um, and happiness? That is something that is very important to me. And a lot of times, time goes by without us realizing. And by the moment that we realize it, like time has gone by and we haven't really be happy And being happy and experiencing joy is something that is very important to me. So I want to be intentional that I am using my time in doing things that fulfill me, that bring me joy. And those things are going to look different for me than for you, than for anyone else. Um, Another thing that I ask myself is, did I live to my full potential? And this could be a yes or no answer, but I go a level deeper. How, right? How does that look like? Or even what is my full potential? And I journal a little bit about that. I've been working a lot on that this year. This year has been my year of reinvention. And one of the things that I've been working on is defining what my potential is, meaning what my level 10 is. And then I have to ask myself, have I lived up to that? Um, So that's another thing that I journal about. Another thing that I journal about is this question on, did I took anything or anyone for granted this year? I talked about taking time for granted, but there might be many other things or many other people in your life that you take for granted. And I don't want to take anything or anyone that is important to me for granted. That is something that I realized, uh, maybe as part of this reinvention process, that it's something that I just don't want to do. So I need to also be critical with myself and say, did I take anything or anyone for granted? Because being aware if that it's happening it can help me be more intentional so i don't take those things or those people for granted next year um another question that i ask myself is how have i challenged myself for the better this year in which ways did i challenge myself in the last 12 months another question who are the people who have impacted me the most this past year. And I'm gonna make a parenthesis here. I made a list earlier on, before my birthday, because as you might know, if you've been listening to the podcast and if you don't live under a rock, I've been talking a lot about this in social media as well, but one of my traditions since last year on how i like to celebrate my birthday is by hosting a virtual conference and what i like to do is reach out to the people that have impacted the most my life in the last year and invite them to speak at this conference so you will hear if you attend the conference which by the way is completely free i'm going to put again the link so you can grab a free ticket on the show notes of this podcast episode You'll get to meet and learn from these amazing people that have been role models and mentors and guides and have impacted me the most um, this last year. So I hope to see you there. The conference is September 15th and 16th, two-day conference. Uh, We have breaks built in. The conference will be recorded. There are tickets that give you the option to get access to their replay. If you can make, if you can't make it live, Um, there are no excuses not to grab a ticket and join us for the Thrive 2022 conference. So that was my parentheses. Another um, question maybe related with that is who inspire you the most this year? So that's another way to phrase that same question. Another question that I like to ask myself is, what made me feel most alive this year? Because a lot of times, there are experiences that make you feel the most alive and are things that were random. They're not things that you would consider part of your joy list. And you might ask, what is a joy list? Well, I keep a running joy list on my phone, on the notes of my phone, I keep a list of all the things that bring me joy because as I told you before, for me, experiencing joy, experiencing happiness is very important. So I like to keep this running list of things that bring me joy because when I am not experiencing joy, maybe when I'm down, when I'm sad, when I, I don't feel myself, I go to the notes on my phone And I read through the things that bring me joy. And I just do one of those things. And that helps me to snap out of that, you know, feeling sad, feeling down, and starting to experience joy. And some things are really small things, like enjoying a cup of coffee, for example. If you know me, you know that coffee is the way to my heart. So um, this question on what made me feel the most alive this year is a way for me to reflect on is there anything that I should be adding to this list? Is, that, is there something that maybe was random that really made me feel alive that I should do more often and be more intentional about doing? So that's the purpose of, of that question. Another question that I ask myself And by the way, you don't have to ask yourself all these questions. These are just ideas for you. Maybe you just want to pick one question that you want to reflect on on your birthday. Maybe it's two, maybe it's three. Maybe you come up with your own questions. So again, these are just ideas based on the questions that I ask myself. So another question is, what was the best advice that I received this year? Uh, What did the last 12 months teach me? This goes back to what are the lessons, the life lessons that I learned in the past year, which I'm going to be sharing with you in a few minutes. Um, Another question, what has changed since my last birthday? And this one helps me to evaluate how intentional I've been in my life. Uh, but also helps me to realize the big changes that sometimes were not started or initiated by me that just happened during the last year. Um, A lot of times we underestimate how much things, how much our lives can change in 12 months. So I really like to reflect on that because again, I don't want to take things, people or time for granted. Um, let me see. I'm looking through my journal. Okay, a couple, just a couple more questions that I asked myself. One, did you stay true to yourself this past year? And the last one, what were some mistakes that I made this past year and what did I learn from them? So those are the questions that I like to ask myself. So as you can see, there are no questions about what did I achieve this year? Did I accomplish my goals? None of that, right? That kind of thing I also do, but I don't do it on my birthday. That's more for my new year reflection, my half year reflection or even every week, I look at what do I accomplish every week. So I am very accomplishment driven. But on my birthday, I like to stay away from that. Because, you know, being someone who is very driven, who is very result oriented. um, Sometimes I need And this is part of the lessons that I've learned. I need to slow down and I need to focus on other aspects other than just accomplishments. And actually, if you know me and you know how intense I can be around goals and around accomplishments, I have changed quite a bit around that and not that they're not important anymore and not that I'm not 100% or 110 or 150% vested on doing my best and accomplish those things. But I look at life a little bit different now. And part of that is this journey that I've been um, this year around, as I mentioned, uh, reinventing myself, which by the way, Um, My definition of reinvention has completely changed this year. When I decided to pick this word for this year, I I had a vision on what that meant and what that would look like. And it actually turns out to be something completely different. And that probably is a whole new podcast episode. Um, So I want to stay on track today And what I want to do now is share with you some of the lessons learned that I've learned this year. So keep in mind that my theme this year is reinvention. So you will see that theme throughout the lessons that I've learned this year. So the first one is your path is unique to you. And you get to choose your path. And you need to choose one that lights up your soul, that, um, that makes you feel alive. It's important that you choose a path that you want to actually walk, not the one that you think you should take to win other people's approval. That is one life lesson that I learned this year. I had some significant changes in my life. I changed paths. Um, in my career, in my personal life, and at those moments where I needed to decide in which path I was going to take, that thought of what should I do, um, and a lot of times from the lens and the perspective of winning other people's approval, was really, really loud, and I had to turn that volume down and really connect with myself and ask myself, what do I want? What would light my soul up? What will make me feel happy and fulfilled? What feels right? And listen to my heart and my gut and my intuition in making those decisions. The second uh, life lesson that I learned this year is Um, that you can change paths as often as you want. You can choose to switch directions as many times as you feel you need to or you want to until you find the one that is meant for you to follow. Um, After all, we all deserve to live a life that we can't wait to wake up to. And that for me is very important, as I said joy, happiness are things that are very important to me. And for me, that means creating a life for myself that I can't wait to wake up to every morning. And that means that sometimes you need to change paths and you need to change directions and you need to experiment things, experience things, try things out, evaluate, and decide if you want to going that direction or you want to change. And I did change directions a couple of times this year. And I might change directions in the future. And I think for me what I learned is that I should be okay with that. I must be okay with that. It's not about what other people might think if they see you switching directions and they might and thinking that others might judge you for doing that, but really really being viciously honest with yourself on the life that you want to create for yourself, one that you can't wait to wake up to every morning. Another life lesson is that as you shape your path, that path that you want to follow through your life, the path will also shape you. And this has been so true for me this year. You know, I have switched paths. Um, in my career, for example. And it's amazing how, first of all, I didn't realize how much I needed that change. But as I changed that path, I realized that not only I am shaping my own path, but that path is shaping me. I have changed so much in the last year. Even this year, As a result of how my path is shaping me. I hope this makes sense. Um, If I would have read this a year ago, I would be like, ah. But this year, this is really true for me. And I'm currently experiencing that. Um, You know, I believe that whatever path you choose, it's going to help you become you. It's going to help you become even more you. It will help you to realize what really matters, who do you care about, and, you know, who you truly are at your core. And that has been wonderful to experience this year, to really start to realize all of these things for myself, for my life. Another thing is that God, the universe, whatever you believe in, has it, its own timing. And that timing might not always be aligned with yours. Sometimes you don't get what you want, and it feels hard and it feels bad in the moment. But what I've learned is that sometimes you don't get what you, what you want or when you want it because there is something even better. Awaiting for you, and I had had that feeling, at least a couple of times this year, of things that I really wanted, that I was really pushing for, and did not happen, and I was disappointed. And then, I find out that there was a reason why those things didn't happen, and that is because there was something even better, awaiting for me. Another life lessons is. You always need to bring with you hope, joy, and gratitude. Oh, and your smile. Um, Never underestimate the power of your smile. You know, there's always going to be challenges. And you need to be brave to face those challenges. And you need to stay brave and be brave to really stay true to who you are in the midst of those challenges. Always being open minded to learn, to grow, to see things from a different perspective, because life is going to give you those opportunities. And a lot of times we take those for granted, right? Um, another life lesson is that you need to let go of the past and anything that is weighting you down, like your doubts, your pains, your old wounds, in order to write your new story. You know, I had a career shift this year. After 13 years, I left the job and the company that I was working at and I switched companies, I switched jobs, I switched industries. And gosh, I do miss the people. I had wonderful friends and an amazing team in my old job. And I was so used to do things in the way that I was used to. And I was very intentional when I switch jobs on this point. I think this is not one that I actually learned this year, but it's one that I was very intentional to remind myself as I step into my new job that you need to let go of the past. And I just talk about this on the 6 a.m. club episode this past uh, weekend. You need to let go of the history in order to write your new story. And I think that is a very important life lesson Um, and one that I've been very intentional about this year. And now I look back and I'm like, I'm so glad, I'm so happy, I'm so grateful that I made that intentional decision. Another one, always believe in yourself. Always believe in who you are and stay true to who you are you know, life is going to test you. Challenges, situations are going to test you. And you need to stay true to yourself and believe in yourself. Believe, you know, sometimes it's hard to believe that something is going to happen in a certain way or that you've been able, you will be able to do certain things because it feels like a really steep, like, climb. And you can see you know the end of that steep incline right and sometimes you just need to believe in yourself and your capability to figure things out and i talk a little bit about this earlier on a podcast episode where i was talking about building confidence actually i made like a a series of episodes around this topic And this is at the heart of building your confidence is that you believe in yourself and you believe in who you are. Another one is always have faith that you are right where you need to be. You know, I've been in situations many times, sometimes even situations that I put myself in and I question, what am I doing here? This is not my place. And sometimes you just need to have faith that you are in the right place at the right time, that this is where you are meant to be right now. For me, a lot of times is thinking that I should be further along. You know, I I should be a hundred miles, you know, further than where I am right now. Like I'm moving too slow. I'm I should be further along in my journey, in my pursuit. And sometimes I need to stop and remind myself and have faith that I am just where I need to be. And when I look back and those times where I felt that I wasn't where I needed to be, and now I look back, I'm like, no, I was exactly where I needed to be. And that's why uh, I got the opportunity to meet certain people, to experience certain things, to take the direction that I took that brought me to where I am today. So I know this is deep and philosophical, but this has been very true for me this year. Another one is never go too far without taking time to ground yourself and reconnect to your true essence. This one has been really important to me. When you make changes, when you go and pursue a dream or pursue a goal. You just go, right? And that can be sometimes dangerous for me at least. And I need to remind myself that I should not go too far without taking the time to ground myself. And when I take the time to ground myself, then all of a sudden I'm more intentional on how I show up. And that always pays Pays back big time. Okay, let's move on to another one. Um, where you are might not be where you want to be. Uh, maybe you are not as far along as you would like to be, but be proud on how far you've come. I think a lot of times we only focus on what is left in that journey. How much how far away we are from our quote-unquote destination, but we take so little time to just feel pride on how far we've come. It's important to be proud of the person that you have become and to be grateful for the past version of you, for everything that she has done or he has done for you. That past version of you has helped you shape you to become who you are today. And even though that is true, that doesn't define who you can be in the future. Let me kind of break this down a little bit for you. I think that for me, I am the kind of person I like to see the glass half full, but when it comes to my dreams and my goals, I'm always focused on what is left, right? If this was a marathon, I am the kind of person that is looking at how many miles are left versus how many miles I've already run, right? And sometimes while it's important to look ahead and look what it's missing and where, what, how far we still need to go, it is important to Also acknowledge how far you've come and be proud for how far you've come. And that is one piece. The other piece is for me, this was my year of reinvention, which means that I'm working on who I am, on my identity. And I got to look at myself from different lenses and different perspectives. And now I can clearly see me, the past version of me and me, the all the Sorry, the new version of me. So the old version of me and the new version of me. And I could fall into the trap of saying this new version of me is better than the old version of me. And that, I think, will always be true for everyone, right? We always want to be better. We always want to evolve. But that takes time and not only the time but the experiences that you face and I think it's important to have gratitude for that old version of ourselves because she did the best that she could with what she had and what she knew and it's thanks to her that I am where I am today so that was another life lesson that I learned in this reinvention journey that I've been this year Another thing is learn to embrace the beauty and the wonder of every little moment. It's important to embrace who you are right now. The things that you love about yourself and the things that you wish that you could change. It's important and it's possible to embrace it all because it's all you. Right? It's being okay and to be able to hold Both.